This show is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Everyone needs to unload on someone who's unbiased and who isn't judging. Visit betterhelp.com super and unload the stress. Hey, brother! Guys, we've been talking about Encanto so much lately that it's got me in a grand old Disney mood. And so last night, I decided to give Raya and the Last Dragon a rewatch. And I have to say, even though I did enjoy it on the first pass, I enjoyed it a lot more on the second pass. Except for the con, baby. I mean, way too much of the plot relies on the ninja skills of an infant, and I just, <sighs> whatever. The thing that really stood out to me when I rewatched it was that we never get a really great explanation for where the droon, the black, purple, floating clouds keep turning people into stone, come from. Everyone is just living harmoniously in the Kumandran utopia, and then all of a sudden, ah, crazy black, scary clouds keep showing up out of nowhere and attacking people. How do, droon? How do? Well, I started thinking about it, and the entire situation actually started reminding me a lot of what happens in Moana. People break and steal the dragon gem, and then boom, the Droon return. Maui steals the heart of Tefiti, and boom, the world begins being cursed. Which got me wondering then, was Maui's stealing of the heart the catalyst for the Droon appearing in the first place? Well, today, we find out. Before we dive on in, we need to give a huge thank you to today's sponsor, MeUndies. Guys, relationships aren't perfect, but there's no better way to celebrate your beautifully imperfect relationship than with MeUndies brand new Valentine's Day collection. I know my wife and I have set a goal this year to spend more times with our friends and family, and with these awesome brand new MeUndies prints, I have a feeling there's some pajama parties in our future. Also, also, I mean, what could be better than matching on Valentine's Day? Am I right? So express your relationship when you match with your better half in fun limited edition prints. And if you're single, mingle in matching pairs with your friends or family. Get this, there are even dog hoodies and buddy brands to match your four-legged friends. Check out all of MeUndies cute and soft undies, socks, bralettes, loungewear, and more available in sizes extra small to 4XL. And MeUndies has a great offer for our viewers. For a limited time, you can get 25% off your first order of matching prints for Valentine's Day. And as a first-time purchaser, you also get another 15% off and and free delivery right to your door. To get 25% off matching pairs, 15% off your first order, free delivery, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, head over to MeUndies.com theories. One more time, that is MeUndies.com theories. Link is in the description down below. Okay, so did Maui inadvertently create the Droon way over in Kumandra when he stole the Heart of Tefiti? Well, first let's revisit the appearance of the Droon to begin with. The only explanation for why they're there at all comes from Sisu right here. A plague born from human discord. How much Droon do you think Twitter's made? And it makes sense when she says it because yeah, earlier in the movie, you saw all five of the different tribes right there in the chamber of the dragon gem and they start fighting over it and they break it and they steal it and boom, the Droon come back. But here's the thing, that's actually their second appearance. The first time they arrive is during a time of absolute peace. Like Raya actually describes it as a paradise. It was paradise. So if there was no human discord back then, why did they show up? Well, according to Sisu, they've always been here waiting for a moment of weakness to attack. And if you ask me, that moment of weakness was the stealing of the heart of Tefiti by Maui, which of course also creates its own world perishing curse that Moana has to go solve. In fact, let's go ahead and compare notes on the two situations. First, let's look at Moana and the effect of the heart being stolen on the people of the island. 
Fish are dying in the ocean, coconuts are rotting from the inside out, and creepy veins of just blight and ash are creeping towards the island. Then over in Raya, the effects of the Droon are pretty similar, although admittedly a little bit different, as the Droon are more focused on attacking living human beings and turning them into stone. And I'm sure right here you're all pointing out the exact same problem with this theory, that uh, we never see anybody turn to stone in Moana, nor do we see any Droon like floating around anywhere. But honestly, I'm not really that concerned on that particular front because I think there's a pretty obvious reason why the curse, if you will, takes on different forms in different parts of the world. Water. We know the Droon are actively afraid of and deterred by water and who chose Moana to go return the heart of Tafiti? The ocean aka giant body of water. So both curses share a very common enemy in that regard. And the fact that Moana's village is on an island completely surrounded by water, I think explains why they've never seen a Droon because it obviously has a really heavy travel restriction. Another really interesting thing about Moana's village is just how harmonious the people there are. Like, have you ever heard this many people say, and nobody ever leaves this positively? No. That's right, we stay. Like, Grandma Tala tells all the little kids the story of other islands being attacked, and yet for some reason, their island hasn't been attacked yet. Inescapable death! That is, until the start of the movie, when in fact, there finally is conflict between Moana and her father. Even so, though, it can't travel via, like, black, purple, creepy cloud mode. It has to take the very, very scenic route of going under the ocean which is deep. But that's why I think it appears as these creepy veins rather than as the floating clouds. Even the timing of all of this works out pretty well. We know in Moana that Maui first stole the heart of Tafiti a millennia ago, or a thousand years. And in Raya, we learned that the Droon first appeared 500 years ago. So that has to be our shared start point, which actually means that Raya and the people of Kumandra end up resolving the issue a full 500 years before Moana finally solves it for her people. But even that adds up because the dragon Dragons seem to be the people of Kumandra's equivalent of Tefiti. They bring them water and life. Basically the exact same thing Tefiti brings to the world. That said, the dragons in Tefiti don't seem to be on nearly the same power scale. Because Tefiti is a literal goddess and her missing heart is the root of the entire problem for both civilizations. And when it's finally returned, the problem is of course resolved entirely. But it also makes sense to me that in the meantime, the dragons are at least powerful enough to resolve the issue for their area of the world. In fact, it would honestly not surprise me if the dragons themselves were initially created by Tefiti for this kind of purpose. I mean, at the end when the dragons return and they combine all their powers, they're able to literally bring life and resurrect Sisu. Which I don't know if you saw the end of Moana, but like create life, literally Tefiti's power. Not to mention, each dragon also has an individual magic power, one of which we learn is shape-shifting, the exact same gift that was given to Maui via his hook. Look how close my butt is to my head! Which is something we literally see Tefiti create. So who knows, maybe all the dragon's magic actually comes from Tefiti. Actually, now that I think about it, Camillo could shape-shift too over in Encanto, and they all had individual magic powers. Like, is it possible the candle? is powered by... Plus they always call it the golden candle and then Entangled they have the golden flower and... Anyway, the comparisons continue to line up the more you look at it. For example, let's go back to Sisu one more time and listen to how she describes the mission of the Droon. They're like a relentless fire that consumes everything in its wake until there's nothing left except ash 
and stone. I mean, it's almost exactly what Gramatala says. But honestly, I never really thought the Droon looked very much like fire at all. But you know who does look like a giant fire monster that consumes everything in its path until nothing's left but stone and ash? Teka. I mean, she is a literal flaming giant lava monster that was created by the stealing of the heart of Tefiti. And she lives on an island of nothing but ash and stone and is totally afraid of water. But then of course, Teka isn't even really Teka. It's just Tefiti missing her heart. Like Teka is just the polar opposite of Tefiti. They're like the opposite of dragons. That they are, Sisu that they are. On that note though, another difference you might want to point out is that in Moana, the curse seems to be affecting plant life. Whereas in Raya, the drone is just floating through the jungle, not affecting plants at all. So what gives there? And the answer is just that Sisu is still alive and thus the dragon gem is able to continue to provide them some protection. But sure enough, right after Sisu dies and the dragon gem starts losing its power, the drones start having an immediate and direct effect on the surrounding environment. Namely, all of the water just starts disappearing. But even down to how each evil is defeated in each movie is kind of the same. In both situations, it takes an act of trust. Maui must fully trust Moana, and he does so to the point where he sacrifices his hook. And similarly, Raya must fully trust Namari, something she has never been able to do in her entire life. She has to give her her piece of the dragon gem and then sacrifice herself to the Droon. But in the end, the result is the same. The plague is defeated. Also, not for nothing, Moana like has the seed hearted for her and then lets the giant lava monster come right at her. I mean, that's a lot of trust that Tikal's not just gonna like, you did. So in a nutshell, here's what I think happened. Long ago, Tefiti created life, land, and islands for the humans to find. And she also created the dragons to protect the people of Kumandra in a similar way to how Maui was given his hook to provide for the people of the Pacific. In an effort to continue helping those people, Maui steals the heart of Tefiti, not knowing the consequences. But in doing so, ends up creating the opposite of everything that Tefiti created. Instead of green goddess, we get lava monster. Instead of life, we get plague. Instead of dragons, Droon. But the dragons, having their own magic, have a way to combat and keep the Droon at bay, and ultimately are able to defeat the Droon 500 years after their creation. Then, another 500 years later, Moana restores the heart to Tefiti and resolves the problem entirely. And then, like another 900 years later, some family in Colombia gets a candle. And also maybe somewhere along the way, a mom in Germany drinks some tea made with a golden flower also made by Tefiti. I'm just saying. Except that we literally see Tefiti make a golden flower. Anyway, guys, what do you think? Did Maui create the Droon? Does it all add up? Let me know all of your thoughts in the towel section down below. Guys, thanks as always for watching today's video. Don't forget to leave a like on it if you haven't already and subscribe so you don't miss any future Disney action from us. If you'd like to see whether or not Pedro became Casita in Encanto, you can check out this video right here. But otherwise, until next time, Ben, I will see you in another life, brother.